like you can't be that you can't be that like you can't saying? be that absurd you can't be that absurd team day you can't be that absurd. You're, you're, you're being ridiculous. You're, you're being ridiculous. Me. You're you're being, you're being, but you're, the thing is, the thing is, just strictly, strictly by the nature. Of, can we, can we just start the show? You put the piss me off. <laughs> no, because, we're not starting the show. No, no, because listen, because I, I gave you an example. I gave you a clear example. I said the Brownies one team. Listen, they don't. Yes. Welcome back to another episode of the Summer 16 Podcast, the podcast between two friends, five friends that met in the summer of 2016. As always, my name is John Bowie at John Bowie on Instagram. Actually, I'm supposed to introduce myself as Jonathan, if my mom is listening to this. Uh, and I'm here with my dog, Tunde Akenyake. Insert applause here. Oh. Uh, yeah there it is there it is there it is you can find him on social media all the social medias that matter at t-a-u-t underscore seven say what's up tune what up people what up what up indeed every wednesday we'll have new episodes where we figure out some way to combine our different views experiences and beliefs to talk about just about anything and make sure we always leave learning something new uh, we have actually been on the mic now for about an hour and a half before we're getting to you guys uh, because we had, we had like a little debate already. But in terms of the content we have for the show, I think it's going to be a good one, right? We're going to talk about Tiger Woods and the accident that happened last week, as well as uh, drug use for grownups. I don't know if any of you guys have heard about this, but it's definitely a topic that we're going to talk about. Of course, we have our waxing hypothetical, and we end our show with our audio, visual, and mental recommendations for the week. Yep. And so on that note, let's get this party started. What's going on with you, Daug? Uh, nothing much. It's a nice day out in Seattle. Kind of tired, but, you know, we're here. Is it's it loud day. in my background, Doug? No, I don't hear anything. Okay, perfect. They're doing a bunch of construction outside, and I'm sick of this shit. That's the only like downside of living downtown AF. You know what I'm saying? I I don't know. I don't live downtown. I, I can't afford it. Okay, you know what? Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode. It only took us uh, 60 seconds to get to the shenanigans. All right, thank you, today. Big no problem. Today. No problem at all. No problem. How was your week, but, my guy? Uh, it's cool. It's cool. You know, it's the first day of the month, March first. Uh, excited for you know a new month, new goals. Uh, oh right, it's uh, it's Melanin March. I don't think anyone else has heard that yet, but it's we just finished Black History Month, and now we're going into Melanin March. It's also uh, Women's International Women's Month. Yes, as yeah. well. It could be two things at once. We're not, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, for sure, for sure. Black Lives Matter doesn't mean that women's lives don't matter. You know, of course, of course. Intersection, intersectionality. There it is. All twenty twenty one, baby. Yeah, uh, it's, also, yeah. it's also the beginning of birthday month. I actually posted about this on my story. Birthday month. Yeah, I have. It started in grad school. Like my friend Ashley, who um, who you know, yep. and my friend Kurt, who you also know. Yep. Their birthdays are right behind each other. Uh, I think. Uh, uh, Kurt's March 18th, Ashley's March 19th. 
Ooh. And then my other friend, my other friend Alex is March 5th. So like in grad school, we used to like go hard all month for their birthdays. Like until our like uh happy hours like every day to the club every weekend. And Damn. then it's like a whole birthday month thing. And then I was like, shit, we should do this twice a year. And then so like six months from March is September. So we do it twice a year, birthday okay. month. Yeah. I mean, you could do it like half birthday too, right? Like that's mm-hmm. kind of the way. That's kind of yeah. dope. And I fuck with Pisces too, man. I'm low key on the uh, on the prowl. All I'm looking at everybody whose birthdays is coming up until like the twenty something. I'm like, hey, where y'all at? Where y'all at? I'm over here. I'm over here in the comments, of course. Anyone who's listened to the last episode in the comments, happy birthday, hard eyes. Happy birthday, purple hearts. Happy birthday, <laughs> roses. Like, all of that. So if your birthday is coming up, man, you will. I, I wonder if you're putting that in, in the comment section. You know, that's what I'm then, saying, bro. Then what, do you, then what exactly are you putting in the DMs? It got to be, like, if, if, if the comment section is that, right? And that's the truth. <clears throat> <clears throat> it's not it go, talking about it. It goes down in the DMs? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, man. No, it's, it's like, let me get your number. In the comments, you know what I'm saying? And maybe they respond in the DMs, bro. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I wish I had that confidence, bro. I'm talking so much shit right now. Nah, you know. I mean, it's only the internet. It's only the internet, right? Like, it's not, no, no, nothing weird happens there. We're fine. <laughs> no one else can see. Exactly. Exactly. Um, what's been going on with me, though? Shoot. Uh, it is a new month. Um, you know, still got some, you know, personal life developments that are that are moving forward. Honestly, I'm just tired, bro. I don't even know what it is. Uh, maybe it's just being an adult. Is it catching up to me? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I, I know we already had a tired episode, but yeah, I'm. We over here being washed up, bro. It's cool. I'm just, don't, don't know what it is. I'm tired of being in the fucking house. That's what I'm tired of. That's what it is. Honestly, that's what it is. Like especially now that the weather is like starting to be kind of decent a little bit. Man, it's 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 been going. It's about to come up on a year that we've been stuck in the house. Bruh, do you a think we're gonna? Year. Do you think that we'll get a sundress season this year? I hope so, yo. I miss I sundress season. I mean, bro. Johnson Johnson's just re- uh, released or got approved for their vaccine, so hopefully, mm-hmm. more and more people are gonna get vaccinated. Sure. And the quicker y'all get vaccinated the quicker we can see these sundresses man do it for the sun you don't do it for anything else. do it for the sundresses guys uh okay this is a this isn't on the docket but i have to ask your professional opinion right uh-huh. because we're talking vaccines and you know we have moderna we have pfizer now johnson johnson's coming out and theirs is the the single dose that you can like store in like a regular refrigerator which is i think a lot of people are excited about but yeah. in terms of people that aren't really comfortable and confident with vaccines in, in general, what is it, what does it really mean to be like having all these different companies doing a vaccine? And like, isn't it natural to think that some are more effective than others? Some could have different side effects than others. Like not all vaccines are the same, right? Like why would I trust one over the other? Uh, so the Moderna and the Pfizer ones are the, are the mRNA vaccines that is not actually, you know, a, a dead end or um, a less effective or dead form of the virus. It's right. like, it's an MR. Well, all right. So there's this thing called central dogma where in our body, our DNA gets turned into RNA and that RNA then gets turned into proteins. So what the Moderna and the Pfizer vaccine do is basically it, you're inserting the mRNA for a certain portion of the virus 
into your body, not the actual virus, but the mRNA. So then our body starts to make a port, not the, uh, not the virus, but our body makes a portion of that virus, right? And then uh, a portion of that virus protein. And then our body will, since that virus protein is being made, our body will recognize it as foreign. And then our body will make antibodies against that portion of that virus protein. And so if I can, and if I can interject really quickly, I think what you're saying in the in the the PhD version is that you know when people talk about that spike protein or that structure of the coronavirus or or, or, or COVID nineteen, it's that structure or the shape that spike shape that the mRNA is teaching our body to recognize and then fight. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Now continue with your smart words. So. So then when, once our body gets exposed to actual COVID-19, our body already has the antibodies because it would, once that COVID-19 enters, that spike protein will then be recognized by the antibodies that were made from that uh, mRNA. Yes. So then our body can attack and kill the COVID. But so that's, that's Moderna and Pfizer. Pfizer. That's Moderna and Pfizer. Yes. So um, what the Johnson & Johnson vaccine does is it also makes uh basically makes our body make antibodies against that that spike protein as well but with the the johnson johnson basically it uh they inject you with a an um adenovirus which is basically like a adenovirus adenovirus a-d-e-n-o virus okay and then like it's like the same family of viruses that cause the common cold but it's like a harmless version of it and uh they, they basically kill that virus, like that virus, and then they they engineer it to carry that dead virus that caused the code. Mm-hmm. They engineer it to carry a portion of that of that spike protein. So mm-hmm. to, they're engineering, they're, they're injecting you with a dead virus that carries that that spike protein. The, the shape, the structure. Yeah, that spike protein, yeah. Not the, not the entire COVID, but just that spike protein. Mm. Now, when the body sees that dead virus with that spike protein on it, the body will make antibodies against the spike protein. And then again, once you have the antibodies, then your body can effectively fight off COVID. So, okay, that was great. And I don't want to, you know, get into this too much because we didn't actually have this on the docket. But just quick answer. If you had to pick one or the other, which one would you pick? It depends on who I am. If, no, if, I'm, I'm asking you, me, Dr. Me? Tunde, oh, 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 I'm, I'm generally, I've, I'm in good health. I am a younger person. Uh, I would, I would take any of them, but if whichever one comes available, I'm taking it first. Okay. So you um, don't have any preference one or the other? Uh, nope. Uh, cause like the Johnson Johnson one is like 68, something like that. 60 six something like that but percent effective against um moderate to severe infection mm-hmm. and then it's like i think it's 85 percent plus effective against protecting against you know like severe reaction like you going to the hospital you mm-hmm. having like liver failure you dying mm-hmm. it's 85 percent mm-hmm. effective against that so me as somebody who's healthy who under Normal circumstances, I say normal because there they are the outliers of people who are young who have died from the virus. Mm-hmm. But like most likely, if given percentages, if I, if I caught COVID right now, most likely I would survive. Okay. I would survive it. So I, I'm not, you know, I'm not 65 plus. I don't have, you know, um, 
uh, pre-existing conditions. So mm-hmm. if I if I was in those categories, I would you know do the Moderna or the or the Pfizer. Ah, okay, good to know. Good yeah. to know. Okay, shoot. So yep. Yeah, all right. Um, let's let's get the show started, bro. Yep. Let's go. Let's get the show started. Thank you for that information, Doctor Tunde. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably. What, what do you want to do first? You want to do say what? Let's do say what, yo? Uh, cause this shit pissed me off. Yeah, this you uh, you found this one. I was I looked at it. I was like, oh shit, Tunde already beat me to the uh, say what? All right, what you got, bro? All right, all right. So this week, the trial of Derek Chauvin, who, if you don't remember his name, it's okay because it happened more than a year ago. Um, not more than a year, about a year ago. Uh, he's the officer who knelt on George Floyd's neck and killed him. Here we go. So, first thing I'm going to say is we got to stop as a country, as a community, as journalists, media, collectively, we have to stop saying when these trials come up, we have to stop using the name of the victim. Like, people say, oh, the Trayvon Martin trial. No, Trayvon Martin was not on trial. It's the George Zimmerman trial. So, TMZ, the article I'm reading from now, it says, uh, it says, the George Floyd trial courthouse is barricaded. No, George Floyd is not on trial. Derek Chauvin is the one on trial. So that's one. So basically, it, it um in Minneapolis, which is you know where where uh, the trial is being taking place this week, they basically put up concrete barricades, barbed wire fence. They deployed six thousand. Uh, extra police officers and National Guard to the city in preparation for this trial. Uh, that's a lot of shit. Yeah, it is. That, like to protect this man. Now, mind you, let's. Uh, oh, hold on, hold on. Before you even do that, uh, they also like they also put a piece of the budget to hire six social media influencers. Oh yeah, yeah. To to help like control the narrative i guess for like a better word around the case because you know i think we've seen stuff like this happening more often where it it is so unfortunate because it's like they know what the outcome of the trial is going to be we know that this result is going to be disappointing to the mass public so we need to barricade get additional security protect the courthouse, put gate fences up and, and what have you, because y'all motherfuckers gonna try to burn this bitch down, which mm-hmm. is like, damn, and y'all are spending way much more or way, investing way more resources and just trying to protect the courthouse because y'all know y'all about to do some fuck shit versus do the right thing, doing the right thing, like Spike said. Uh, but I cut you off. So oh, no, no, no. So one jury selection begins next Monday, March eighth, uh, and then open arguments are supposed to start at the end of the month. But what I was saying was, look at all the precautions that they're going through to protect this one police officer who we know for a fact is guilty because we all saw it on camera. Hmm. Compare that to the lack of preparation. On January sixth, she. If anywhere should have had barbed wires <laughs> and coffee barriers and national guard, uh, troops, <laughs> it should have been. It should have been the capital. 
Bruh, that's so wild. I didn't even think about that, but like it, and it's crazy because just before we hopped on, I was looking at the the CNN interview of like the Proud Boy leader. Uh-huh. Um, shit, what was his name? I don't know. I can't even remember his name on top of my head, but he was being interviewed and he were and they was basically talking about like just how every he was there two days before and was actually arrested because he was burning a Black Lives Matter flag that he stole from a church and had extended magazine clips. Uh and he got arrested for him because they're not legal in DC. But like he was like folks were out there with like heavy artillery and you know there was barely any of these precautions taken for the the Capitol building. And for this trial in Minneapolis, they're like all hands on deck and let's hire some people to get on Twitter and spin our narrative. Like, that's wild. That's wild to me. Yeah, the fuck shit's already about to start, yo. And if he gets off, all right, so when, uh, when? Uh, you when? said when he gets off, you said when he gets off. Uh, I'm still going, I'm still holding out hope. Um, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Silly, silly, silly. Um, he is facing, what is he facing? He is facing, I want to say it was. 40 years for second degree murder. Bro, he'll get four months. Just like that. What was that lady's name? Who say her name? Who the police officer who shot um it was in Texas. Who oh, entered the department? The, the, the chick, yeah, the chick, and then the brother hugged her at the courthouse or whatever. Yeah, and she um she went to the wrong apartment. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, in Dallas, uh, Amber, Amber Geiger. Amber Geiger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. her, her. Like she's like she got like like a year, right? Or some Did shit she like even that. get that much? Maybe even less. The brother hugged her. The 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 judge, damn it, prayed with her. Like, fam, do we ever get like you know this type of this type of you know compassion? Bro, it's like honestly, and and we we don't have to go into it today. And we've talked about it on you know other podcasts that we've done, but it's hard. It is harder and harder to say that Christianity don't have black folks out here just looking goofy sometimes. And I can I do still consider myself a Christian, but like they'd be like, oh no, turn the other cheek, love thy neighbor, woo woo. And it's just like, man, my man's is in the courtroom hugging this chick. The judge is over there trying to pray with this girl and she murdered somebody. Sure, it wasn't cold blood, but he did. Fuck. Exactly. He did. Exactly. Oh. That uh, that makes that makes me sick. Honestly, when he hugged her, bro, I I, I mean, I, I'm still sick. I I'm still sick. I mean, it, it couldn't be me. I'm still if, sick. If you bro. murder my if you murder my, any of my siblings, like I'm sorry. Like I know, I know. I'm gonna have to be oh, in the cell next what, to you. What, what is it? Uh, heavy. I mean, uh, hate makes your heart heavy, or it weighs you down. I don't give a fuck. Like you murder my siblings, I hate you forever. Maybe pass forever into the next lifetime. I, I'm gonna hate you. So Oof. when I come uh, back as a butterfly, bro, I'm still yeah, wanting to smoke. It, it couldn't be me, but I'm not gonna tell someone, you know, how to grieve and how to get past. You know whatever feelings they have, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna blame the brother. That, that's on him, and whatever, like he'll deal with that as he gets older and whatever. But but but, that, but the, the only reason I mentioned that is because I feel like part of that is like factored into the sentencing. You're yeah, saying like okay, yeah, she's guilty, but it's like oh, but look, like yeah, oh, he's willing to do this. Like I, let's, I mean, I, we should all just. I definitely, I definitely get it, but who I do blame is that is that black ass judge 
because you are supposed to be impartial. Cornball. Because like how many? I wanted to know how many other people who you who have entered your courtroom. Come on, dog. That you've prayed with and given a Bible to. Come on, bro. I don't want to hear that shit, yo. Like fuck that. Like you're supposed to be impartial. Ooh, and, maybe and, we we might be going. I know you hard. don't watch. I know you don't watch Your Honor, uh-huh. but it kind of reminds me of that. Like, man. Okay, hold on, hold on. We might be going kind of hard, but it looks like she was sentenced to ten years. Is that right? Is that right? We gotta look. Listen, we need receipts. We need receipts. Um, ten years is a long time. Is it for killing, if it, if it killing somebody? It is 10 years. But I don't think it, I don't think it's a long time. I do not think it's a long time. You can get 10 years for for a fucking I don't know. Motherfucking driving drunk and, and, and get into an accident with no one dying. You can get 10 years. There's no way she serves those 10 years. Yeah. And sorry, we, her name is, the, the man who she murdered, his name is Botham Jean. But Botham, Botham, yeah, Botham John. So uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention his name. Big thanks. Um, How do we get here? Oh, because because Doug Chauvin, he's about to come to trial. Oh, his cornball ass is going to get less years than that. Oh yeah, for for uh, come on, bro. Come on. I'm holding out hope. I'm holding out hope, on, bro. I'm holding. I'm holding out hope for at least twenty five. Twenty five, Tunde. He's looking at forty, bro. Four months. Four months. Four months. Four years. Four years. Four years. Oh, but okay, okay. I'll say four months, dog. Four years in a <laughs> four having... years in one of those blue collar joints where they get to like, you know, they family can you still mean, visit. You mean, you mean white collar? Touche. Yeah. Uh, where they still get to like cook good food and drink oh, yeah, wine and, 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 and go golfing. And yeah, have, yeah, have yeah. A TV like, in there they have in there with the mob bosses, you know, having family dinners and shit. Yeah. Um, I don't think want to put a cop with the mob bosses, but. Eh, I mean, he obviously not the most straight laced dude. Yeah, true, true. He might be in there with his own. He might speak the. You know what I'm saying, speak the same <laughs> language. Know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you're the dude who did the woo up to the bam bam. Like, are oh, you good with us? Oh man, skippity doo dah. All right, that was a that was a dark twist ending on the ending, wasn't it? Oh. Yeah. So that is our uh, say what segment. Uh, be on the lookout for news coming up with the trial in the month of March. Uh, hopefully, Melody March uh, ends on a bright note. On that, in that case, yeah. All right, so we move on to current events. Current events, yeah. So uh, the first thing we have on here this past Tuesday, um, I think, arguably the most revolutionary um, athlete in someone's respective field was in a tragic car accident. I think that was last Thursday. It was uh, February, February 25th. Sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thursday. So, yep. Um, Tiger Woods. Oh, he was hurt Tuesday. Excuse me. He was hurt Tuesday in his 2021 Genesis SUV while driving on a downhill stretch of road. He hit the median on a coastal LA suburb crossing into online uh, oncoming traffic lanes and flipped several times. Uh, he shattered his tibia and fibula, fibula bones of his lower right leg in multiple locations. Um, 
and so was rushed to Cedar sinai Hospital, where they had to kind of get him stabilized with uh, metal rods in his tibia, and as well as like screws and pins in his foot and ankle. Uh, and so, you know, he he was uh, in stable condition, uh, and there's still an, an ongoing investigation on the crash itself. Uh, but Tiger Woods has no recollection of the accident so far. Um, I think that there's some concerns on his, uh, how he'll react to different pain medications because of his, you know, previous injuries and, and treatments and things like that. But, um, you know, I think it was obviously hard to hear. I mean, I, I grew up and I think a lot of people, not even just black folks, but people in general, just idolizing Tiger Woods and to hear him um, in this situation was gut-wrenching. What did, what, what, where were you, what, what did, what did you feel when you heard about all this? Uh, just sadness. Cause like, I think what, it was a couple weeks ago when everyone's going like, when everyone's like, oh my God, it's just such the, the greatest thing ever when he was playing that tournament with his son. And like, yeah. oh, with the Charlie. matching red shirts. Yeah. yeah like, you can look at his mannerisms and they were just like, just like his dad. Yeah. And like, it was just, that's a great thing to see, right? Because like, yeah. Tiger has just, ever since I think that's what, 09, 2010, when he got in that first accident. Mm-hmm. And like, um, and then all this stuff came out about, you know, his like infidelity and all that stuff. Yep. And it's like, when the whole world basically turned their back on him. Yep. And like he, he went from that and to that to the back surgeries and yep. everything else. Yep. And he, now he's like back. I'm going to say back in everyone's good graces because like really everyone doesn't matter. But like he's he's back to a place where he's endeared he, again. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I mean, and, and a lot of it was because of that Masters win in 2019. Right. Like mm-hmm. there was a time where we were like, man, we don't even know if we'll ever. Well, well. I think it was very clear that we'll never have that old Tiger Woods back. But then, like, you know, he had fallen and hit rock bottom seemingly. And then for him to claw his way back to where he was in 2019 was just so inspirational for a lot of people just to see somebody come back the way he did. But then to see him kind of fall back down again, you know, uh, it's it's hard to say if he'll ever, you know, touch a golf course in the I mean, professional he, arena again, right? Like, so... Two things. Um, first, when I heard it was a compound fracture, I was like, "Oh, that's that's yeah. t- one." He had a back surgery already, so exactly. When you hear a rollover accident, and somebody who has like a few spine, you're like worried about one: would he ever walk again? Exactly. Um, yeah. Two, a compound fracture. So, so uh, you know, Kelly's mom, like two years ago, uh-huh. when she was running, she slips like on a what like leaves on a sidewalk, and she uh-huh. broke her lower tibia, tibia and fibula. Oh, shit. And, and I think she oh, had, I she had yeah, a compound yeah. fracture. So, like, one of the things you want to be careful for with compound fracture or open fracture is, like, when the bone breaks and it comes through the skin. Uh, so, like, that can – you have a higher chance for an infection there. So, you can have of complications. Um, we were talking – before we recorded, we were talking about football. We mentioned Alex Smith. He had a compound fracture, and he had all those surgeries over yeah. and over and over again because they kept getting infected. Yeah. So, that's something that could affect his career – going forward as well yeah, yeah so it's just something that can be touch and go for like the next couple of months or so and i think even more than his career and whether or not he plays golf and makes another billion dollars for nike it's just you know you want to at least see him 
be able to be around and be a father to his children you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like yep it gets to a point where we have to kind of take sports away from it and just like care about people you know like of course he was beloved for so long just because of his athletic capabilities but a lot of that came with such loss and hurt you know and uh, what is it like f scott's fitzgerald said uh you show me a hero i'll write you a tragedy you know and it's it's one of those things where like you hate to see tiger woods like fall like that and so at this point it's just a man wish him speedy recovery able to kind of be there for his kids his family and stuff like that and it it just had me jacked up because man i I was growing up tiger 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 woods y'all because i was watching espn like when the news broke and at first they they had no details just like they showed the car and look at the car you're like yo is he alive it's a wrap g yeah because they're like they're like oh we have to take him out with the jaws of life and I'm like, fam, uh, you know, you're thinking the worst because, you know, no one's really given updates, you know, until a couple hours later. Especially damn near a year after we lost Kobe, too. Come mm-hmm. on, man. Come on, man. Yep. Come on, man. But right now, I mean, right now he's in stable condition. Um, you know, it's definitely something that's going to be updated as it goes along. But, you know, definitely prayers out, man, because you hate to hear it, you know. Yep. All right, so <laughs> next topic. <laughs> Come on, Segway King. Come through, Segway King. Oh man, let me let me sniff real quick. Uh, oh shit. yeah, I, I have to take an offer before I got on this on this, on this podcast. But uh, <laughs> so this was this was uh, last last week. Bruh, this was wild. Uh, this was so wild to me. The, there was a. This was on a. It was, on, it was on Fox News. The article I sent was from Fox, yeah, but the, okay. it was all over the place, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's just a professor. Uh, his his name is Carl Hart. He's a professor at Columbia University, and he believes that the legalization of all drugs, not just some drugs, not just weed, all drugs, is a fundamental right. Uh. Now there are some... okay. Real quick, I'm sorry. Yes. Read the headline. Okay. Because you you put it nicely. Okay. Okay. Read okay. The my bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm also gonna get to that, but okay. 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 Sorry. Okay. All right. Columbia University professor, admitted heroin user, says legalization of all drugs is a fundamental right. There we go. Now we're so 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 you you have you have you have the yin, <laughs> Columbia University professor, and then the yang. He also dabbles in a little heroin, a little, a little smack. Oh, Lord. Uh, but we, um, John and I, actually met, if you listen to episode one, we met in a city, Portland, Oregon, who, as of last year, actually decriminalized all drugs. So heroin, you can't go to jail for heroin use or possession in Portland, or cocaine, or ecstasy, or whatever drug whatever your drug of choice is. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not a foreign idea. It's, it's happening or the idea is being tinkered with around different cities and states in the country. So it's not, this, is, this didn't come out of left field. Yeah. But I think the idea of someone casually saying, yeah, it's cool. I'll do a little heroin here and there. Like, doesn't hurt me. Yep. Um, I just don't know. 
Um, well, so let me give a couple. Let me give a couple of like the 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 quotes and and the reason why all of this is kind of coming to the forefront right now is because he recently released a book called Drug Use for Grownups: Chasing uh-huh. Liberty in the Land of Fear. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of fascinated in that, and I, and I don't know if I want to read it or not, but it's definitely controversial enough to get people talking and. You know, no publicity is bad publicity. Let people tell it. But, you know, some of the uh, some of the, you know, taglines or things that people pulled out of the book is, you know, he says, my heroin use is as recreational as my alcohol use. Like vacation, sex and the arts, heroin is one of the tools that I use to maintain my work life balance. Heroin is just another opioid, no more or less scary than other drugs. And so. Like, I think that elicited a lot of really strong feelings because there is a opioid crisis going on in this country uh, mm-hmm. where people are using these drugs and having, uh, what is it? I think in this article, what is it? The CDC uh, says heroin involved overdoses in the US increased from 3,000 in 2010 to 15,000 in 2018, where deaths in 2018 were lower than 2017, uh, but more than 115,000 Americans have died from heroin-linked overdoses between 99 and 2018. And so, like, it's a problem, and it's affecting a lot of different communities. I don't know if it's so much, is the opioid process uh, so much in the Black community? I don't know. Not not currently. Not not so much, yeah. But, like, you know, in past decades, it was. Like, you know, heroin um, was something that, you know, wasn't really affecting my communities as as much as it's affecting black communities and then i think the thing is the government didn't really care so much about um you know over like deep or criminalizing opiate users you know back in the 70s and 80s like like they were today so yeah. i think and, you know portland has a long history of opioid usage anyway right when they were yeah. sedating people first you know to shanghai them back to not back to but shanghai people to like china for like the slave trade and Mm -hmm. sexual trafficking and stuff like it's it's uh it's crazy bro it's crazy yeah but yeah and one thing i want to kind of point out like i'm not going to say that he's all the way wrong he because he makes some good points right another quote is that he said think about car accidents there are forty thousand americans every year who lose their life on on the highway because of cars nobody's saying aren't you concerned about that, that we have these cars available no, what we do is we try to enhance the safety of that activity, which I, I, I get that side, right? Logically, yeah. Logically. But on the other side, when he says that uh, heroin isn't as bad as alcohol, I've never heard of someone, you know, breaking into a house, stealing somebody's stuff or murdering somebody to get their next alcohol fix. Right. But I've heard that about heroin. There's no way you're gonna tell me that heroin is is. I know alcohol is addictive. Like yes, I, I yes. studied I studied alcohol addiction for my second postdoc. Like I know this. What a flex! It's not a. Oh, I guess whatever. How many how many uh, postdocs do I have? How many post How many postdocs do you guys have out there? Let us know. Summer sixteen podcast at gmail. Here we go. <laughs> anyway, 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 so I'm, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to downplay like the seriousness of alcohol abuse. Yeah. And addiction. Yeah, but there's no way you're gonna tell me that that alcohol is as addictive as heroin. I'm sorry, I'm no, not. For I'm not sure. going. 
thing you're gonna tell me fentanyl is 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 the same as as a weed brownie. Man, listen, and that's and 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 it's really funny that we're talking about this too, because you know I was talking to my mom earlier who does work for a government agency that deals with drug enforcement, and uh, you know the issues with fentanyl are are you know it's it's rampant and people aren't knowing how to use it and it's killing people, and mm-hmm. so you know to that point, yeah, it, it's just. Maybe it's just my own mental disconnect or my own block where it's like, oh, yeah, like if fentanyl is killing people and, you know, opioid or heroin is killing people and there's all these overdoses, we should teach people how to use it properly and so on and so forth. But it's just like, it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me. Like, what's the, like, what, what does that, how does that improve society or? It doesn't. I'm sorry. I'm not saying that alcohol also improves society, but again, I don't think that alcohol has the same consequences and effects on you personally and on society that heroin does. Yeah, I mean, and I guess, you know, once you start getting to things like this that are subjective, like, oh, this is better than that, or that is worse than that, from a legal standpoint, like, I've always looked at guns that, in the sense that way, where it's like guns are very lethal to society and i think one of the main solutions on how we can you know fix a lot of the issues with guns in this country is through education and teaching people how to use them properly right can you make that direct correlation to uh the use of opioids or other currently illegal drugs like couldn't you make that same correlation or what i mean yes you can yeah, but what like to society because by the time you try to educate the entire like the entire country on safe opioid use and and like you make it available to only certain people over a certain age and you tax it at a certain percentage so like like you do like like you do marijuana like, in states that have legalized it right yeah like i think that at at, at a certain point like it's going to before you get to the, to that point where I just described, it's going to do society so much harm that I don't think it's worth it. Personally, now, yeah. it, now if you want to go 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 to your heroin dealer and and does this come with instructions? Does this is this a, <laughs> is there a YouTube video out there with a how to heroin? Now the question I have for him, like, does he? This is maybe more personal. I wonder if he, I wonder if he injects it. Versus, versus smoking it, right? I hope he would smoke it. I mean, he, he might, he might have that 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 spoon and that and that candle. Yeah, I, don't I mean, because I well, if we're talking about mass consumption of heroin, I think smoking it's way oh. better than sharing needles. Uh, oh, for sure. For I sure. mean, that's I mean, I, another thing that Portland was doing weren't they giving out free needles mm-hmm. in Portland? Yeah. Needle change program and and yeah. injection sites. Yeah. I think Vancouver is doing it too. That's. I just. Uh, am I am I cut out for this world, bro? Like. I mean, I get that. Like, if you like, if people are gonna get high regardless, that's like saying, "Oh, yeah, we, we don't want kids to to have sex, so we're gonna not, we're not gonna teach sex ed. Kids are gonna have sex regardless, so you might as well teach yeah. them how to be safe." Well, so, but that's the, and that's and that, that's what I'm that's what it comes back to even like what I was trying to say like. Can you make that same correlation to kids are going to, or people are going to do heroin regardless. People are going to do drugs regardless. Like 
at least make it safe for them. And this doesn't sound so ridiculous. Like it is ridiculous. And I'm going to, I just, how I, yeah. that's how I feel, but it's not so. Ridiculous. Oh, it's not, it's not. Yeah. yeah. I, I, like I can see it's both not. sides. And that's but, it's got my head fucked up. Uh, I, yeah. I know when you first hear the, like the title of the article, you're like taking it back and you're like, what the fuck is he talking about? Mm-hmm. But then, then again, like you say, compared to guns, compared to weed, compared yep. to whatever else that that kills a bunch of people that we haven't got rid of yet yep. or, or made illegal, yep. then then you're like, hmm, okay. But personally, I'm not doing no heroin. I'm sorry, sure. I'm not doing not even a little bit. Not even. I don't. A, I don't, I don't care. I don't see adult amount. I don't care if I have back surgery and like. Like open back surgery, like my, yeah. they open up my whole back, and then like I'm in so much pain, and they had me a federal patch. You know what? I'll pass. I'll pass. You know what? Just, just I guess then I'll start smoking weed or something. And 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 so and and, and like of course, like you know, talking about the differences between like alcohol and opioids and stuff like that, like like hydrocodone is an opioid, right? <laughs> and from my understanding. Or, and I've watched interviews of people that have been like heroin addicts. And one of the things that they say is, you know, it started because they had, had like an over-the-counter opioid that was euphoric in a sense. And then you start to, if you don't have an appropriate dosage or appropriate amount or and things like that, then you become fixed, you, you become hooked. And then you're like chasing that street high. Um, yeah. And, and I think that there's something where even biologically, certain people are uh, more prone to addiction for opioids than others. Yeah. Um, um, such that, like, I mean, to be, and I'll be very honest, like, I think I'm one of those people because they are more I, prone to addiction. Yeah, that I'm, that's more, no, I, yeah, well, especially the opioids, because I've had hydrocodone before. Yeah, I have to. Um, and by Yeah. And like, I ain't, gonna, I ain't gonna lie, like, she was lit. Like hydrocodone was lit. I was sitting there giggling and just drooling on myself, and it was damn near euphoric. See, um, I'm the opposite. So yeah, but in, that's because different people yeah, were, were in, wired different, bro. In, in twenty, what was that? What year is this? In twenty fourteen, I had a really really bad break when I broke my finger, and I yeah. had to have like, like, like surgery and like they put like a metal plate and screws in my finger, and so that night they sent me home with with hydrocodone, mm-hmm. and like that was a it was a Friday. I remember it was it was Halloween. It was a Friday that year, mm-hmm. and I, by Sunday I had stopped taking it because I had, it had bad side effects. It made, it made my stomach hurt so bad, Bruh. and then like it, it it didn't take away the pain. So I was like, what's the point of taking it? Like it, my pain's still here, and my stomach still hurts. Fuck hydrocodone, bruh. I got my wisdom teeth out. I got my wisdom teeth out. They put me under the take them teeth out, uh, and then whatever I had, like I was unconscious. After I got out of the chair, my parents like carried me into the car. All I remember is I woke up. Oh, you, oh, you went under? Yeah. I oh, you was, you, oh, you ain't real. Bro, whatever. Hey, listen. I, listen, I got I got a local aesthetic. Bro, I was like, take these bitches out. Bro, they put me under and I did not wake up until I got home. Uh, and then I'm sitting there on the couch and they're like, okay, it's been X number of hours. Like, take this. And then boom, pop that young pill. I'm sitting there watching cartoons, giggling, like just trippy as hell. Like, what is happening? This is fire. Yeah. So you're not your type of person. Mm-hmm. Don't try heroin. No, sir. No heroin for me, I baby. Think, I think I, 
I think I could try it. And hey. Okay, see, now this, this <laughs> just took a turn. No, because listen, listen, listen. This is right. what you just said. So one, of the, what one, you just one said of the books that one, one of the books that I um that I recommended is called mm-hmm. uh it's called um Home in Harlem, something like that. It's a Kwame McKay book. He talks about um him growing up in Harlem and mm-hmm. the shit he used to get to into mm-hmm. in the 70s, and he talks mm-hmm. about like how he was on the roof and then he tried injecting heroin and the first yeah. time he did it he got so sick that he okay. never wanted to try it again but his sure. friend that that he they would inject the heroin he got hooked and became a fiend yeah so like i think that if i tried heroin like i would get sick and like nah fuck this i'm never trying it again so so why do you need to try it again no i'm not saying i would i don't want to i never would i'm saying if i did try it just like saying i would like, let me let me see what it feels like i wouldn't i, I don't think what happened to the experience you, on the other hand, would love it. You'd be like, oh, my God, uh, this will never. Boy, I'd be skipping around and shit, bro. <laughs> I'd be frolicking. You'd be like them dudes in, in the streets of Portland, just, just walking down the streets with no, with no shoes on, just talking to themselves. Giggling. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, look at the, look at the Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, listeners, I'm not going to try heroin. So I'm not either. Do, no. not, do not hit me up talking about uh, Tunde. I have a connect for you. No. This is a heroin-free podcast. All I do is drink liquor occasionally. Occasionally. Yes. That's it. That's all you're getting out of the kids. Yep. In general shenanigans. High off life. High off life, baby. Too blessed to be stressed. Moving oh, on. man. Moving on. So all in all, um, I, I think the I think the the whole conversation is fascinating. And you know, if we play the game of like, what does the world look like in 150 years? I think that opioids and stuff would be legal. I think that drugs would be legalized the same way that it's taking weed forever to be legalized, but it will be legalized. Like I could see other drugs that are currently illegal being legalized the same way, whether it be, uh, I don't know. I don't even know drugs like that because I'm a square, but I don't know, pills. You know, shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, shit, all this shit's gonna be legal, bro. This whole society is going to hell. <laughs> I mean, not like whatever. I mean, I think we are already we're big. doomed. We're doomed. But you know, whatever. I just want to buy an island somewhere and get the fuck up out of here. All right. Let's, let's move on. I'm about to <laughs> <laughs> all right so what's next today uh we have our waxing hypothetical okay so this week's waxing hypothetical is a question about this is this is also kind of gruesome whatever uh you picked it you picked this, <laughs> I, one. I did pick, you picked I, this one well they both were kind of gruesome but whatever um if you were forced into gladiatorial combat, meaning like you're a gladiator like Marcus Aurelius, uh, but could only choose a weapon that isn't typically considered a weapon, so no swords or axes or guns, uh, what non-conventional weapon would you choose and why? Mm. All right, so well, I guess I can go first. So the first thing I thought of, and you might have to, you might, Slap this down as an invalid answer, but I thought about a bat. I thought a baseball bat. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I could see that being considered a, a weapon. You know, uh, I mean, a conventional weapon. Yeah. 
Um, but if, but in a similar vein, if there was a non-conventional thing, I would say a tire thumper. Hmm. Have you seen one of those? A tire thumper, like a like a jack? Nah, bro. It's basically like um, I'm looking. It's like this. this wooden device that you use to like check the air pressure uh, in a tire. It it does look like a sawed off baseball bat, though. Yeah, I see it. I see it. I'm looking at it now. Uh, and when the tire is fully pressurized and you hit it with it, it makes like the thump sound. Okay. Yeah. Um, but them shits are like very hard and like could really give somebody a bad headache if not worse. Uh, okay. how, and you know, naturally your question is like, John, how do you like know about tire thumpers? Uh, I think growing up in my household and in the way I did, like, protection survival like protecting yourself being able to fight and all this stuff was like constantly like reinforced so like i'll constantly look at things and be like oh this is kids can be used as a weapon that can be used as a weapon and then like my dad will find things and be like oh man like this is a useful tool but you could fuck somebody up if they tried to like take your stuff and so like i do actually have a tire thumper in my car to check the air pressure of course Oh, okay. Oh, okay. It, it that's, that, it that's, what it, that's what it's for. But it ain't sweet over here. You know what I'm saying? No, I, was, you know, I had to use it on nobody, but it's like, you know, I would be I would be breaking down in the middle of the cornfields in Illinois in the middle of the night. And it's like, you know, have something to protect yourself. Mm. Oh, you know okay. what I'm saying? That's my answer. That's my long-winded ass answer. Uh for me, I'm gonna go for fork. Because in a gladiatorial battle, Tunde? Yeah, a fork. Not conventional, right? You don't so, even got hands like that, though. So here's the thing. A fork? Like, when you say a bat or a tire thumper, with those things, you're taking, like, wide swings, right? Okay. And then if you miss once, like, you're exposed. With a, if I get in close enough to somebody with a, with a, with a fork, mm-hmm. I'm going for all the soft spots. I'm aiming for your eyes, <laughs> for your temple. For your, for your for your jugular what and i can i can get off i can get off i promise it's my swings while i say a baseball bat yeah i have a fork you're a baseball bat if you swing wild once and miss i'm in on you and i can get at least three to four stabs <laughs> little t- <laughs> listen little t- you, you, you see you see niggas in prison check <laughs> real quick like that one time like a couple times yo you're also putting yourself kind of like, I mean, okay, so you do have like a solid reach, you know what I'm saying, where you could like yeah. do that. But like, do you think you got like the quickness to really be out here bobbing and weaving with a fork like that, bro? Like, yeah, come on. Especially if somebody has a baseball bat. I don't know. I, I feel like if I had a baseball bat, bro, like, you know, it, you're, you're going legs, ankles, knees, not breaking them down, slowing them down, and then you're just bludgeoning the hell out of them. G. Like you're just trying. You ain't gonna poke nobody in the eye with no fork. Like I don't know. Like why not? Why, why wouldn't I? I mean, I'm not saying you couldn't. I'm just saying it's like it's way harder than to just like. Then they just swing for somebody's leg, and then if you miss, then you're wide open. Like you take it like like. The success rate with a bat, I think, is, is a connection is low. But if you connect, the damage rate is high. Sure. Where I think the the success rate for a fork is high, but the damage rate is low. 
what are we about to have? Like, this is like one of the video <laughs> games where it's like, what choose your character? Like, <laughs> I'm using uh, some a jump rope. Like, <laughs> oh, oh man, a jump rope could work. You can sink it behind him, put him behind, like use like uh the choking with. Mm-hmm. But it's a gladiatorial battle, so like you're yeah. not really gonna have a chance to sneak up on him. Yeah, true. A, f- a fork, bro. I, I wish there was like something. I wish there was something like a little longer. Like you'd want some reach. Like it'd be nice to have like a fork it, in your pocket. That's you know? the thing, though. I, I don't. I don't want reach. I want. I want to get close up on him. You expose. And, and, and if we get to the if we, if I tackle him and we get to the ground, I guarantee you, if you're on the ground, the fork is gonna do me a lot better than that bat will. Not that tire thumper, though. That tire thumper. Pop, 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 <laughs> pop, 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 pop. If you like, I'm telling you, if we're wrestling on the ground and I start stabbing you with that fork in all places they can touch, is the fork even like, like you also have to factor in like a fork ain't that sharp, bro. Like you're gonna need to really get like a nice charge up or like strong, like little oh, oh, stabby oh, oh, stab, oh, oh, you dig, bro? Hey, hey, who's saying that? I'm not turning that fork into a shift, bro. Okay, now now we're like, okay, and who's to say I don't like sharpen the tip of my wooden bat and it's like a bat and it's like a sharp at the tip? Like, come hey, on, bro, do it. No, I, I got I got I got the bludgeon side of the bat, and then I got like the nice little yeah. like sharp pointy side. Like, do it. I don't know if that's the intention of the question. It's still not conventional. It's not. It's not a. It's not a sword. It's not it's, an axe. It is it's a not... very non-conventional baseball bat. You are correct. Yeah. So, what would be anything else to even think about using? Uh, I don't know. I'm looking around. Looking around my room. I'm over here. Yeah, I'm over here looking through my stuff. Like I got a Duce bottle right here. Like oh, you, you could break that. It's a heavy base. That would really hurt your head. Oh, like, real quick. So let me tell you the type of high school I went to. I remember off the. <laughs> oh, what a story. Went, oh, what a segue. Okay. <laughs> when uh, that's not like people didn't really use to fight in school all the time because the fights wouldn't last that long. They didn't use to fight in your school. I mean, they fought, but not as much as we fought, like off the bus or like when the fights could actually, you know, last. Yeah, you could really fight, last. fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. These two girls are fighting, and one of them, like, see this this beer bottle. It was like, I think it was it might have been like a forty because like the the wrapper with the uh, or the the label was really long. It so was a broke, wait, you said it was a forty. Somebody like had a, a 40? like a forty. Like, so she broke the forty, right? Yeah. And then she grabbed the label out the glass, like. The glass was stuck to it. Okay. So she turned it around and used that to punch the girl with, with yeah. the with the glass shards on the like on the sticky part of the label to punch so let her. Me see, let me see if I, I got this mental image right. So you break the you break the bottle. Uh-huh. And so like the, the shards of glass. Okay, yeah. Obviously the the bottom. Oh, like the shards that like fall off of the bottle or whatever. She took right. those. And then, like, kind of put it into the the sticky part of the label. Okay, and then she's swinging the bottle by the mouth of the bottle, or like she's punching with the, she's jabbing. Like, what is she doing with, with the? Yeah, so like the straws are as she's hitting the girl. Mm-hmm. Like, so all right, so on she, one, thing, she put the glass like in between her fingers or something. No, the label, the la- the label. So the, the label right here. So look at this glass bottle, right? Okay, I'm looking. So if, you, if you break this glass bottle, right, mm-hmm. the label has a sticky part. Yep, on the inside. So if you break this glass bottle, it's gonna be it's gonna be small pieces of glass, stuck not shards, not shards, but like small pieces of glass stuck to the sticky, sticky part. part. Yes. And if you turn it around, turn right, it around. The label's long. If you, if you put the the side that that says Stella right here uh-huh. towards your hand, right? Yes. So the the, the glass 
pieces are facing outwards. Okay. You can use that. Like you, you cover like your wrist like this. Uh-huh. With, with the sticky part facing out with the glass, you can uh-huh. punch somebody and they can get punched with the glass. Now, so, you're yes, not, so you're not using the bottle anymore. You're just no, basically no. using the label part that has glass yes. to it. Yes. Kind of like uh kind of like brass knuckles, but they're glass knuckles. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's the new glasses. Yeah, the new glasses. yeah. I, I mean, yeah, yes, it's gonna hurt you because it's gonna be you're gonna feel like the, some of the, the sure, like the glass in your hand on your. But it hurts them hand. more for sure. Yes, and the girl was all cut up. I was like, yo, that's different, bro. I go to Eastside High. The fuck? Li- listen, and I'm gonna tell you this: when you said it was two girls fighting, I already knew this was gonna be some crazy. Like, because growing up all the most savage fights were between girls dudes like yeah they was fighting and stuff and it was like oh that was crazy like you punch somebody or whatever but when the girls fought like it was different yeah, like it was weeds whipped out you went for oh. blood like it was it was not the same at all not at all Eesh. Ooh, uh, that's my high school though Bro, I'm, I was really trying to understand what the hell you were saying with this little glass uh yeah because i never would have thought of that Man, I'm, uh, it's not, I'm not even, I'm not, I'm not creative enough in my fights. Like, she must have thought about that, like, like before, or must have seen it. She's before. seen that shit before, for yeah. sure. Like, she got some killers in her family. <laughs> you, you had, you had, asked, funny enough, you had asked that question on Twitter the other day. When's the last time you were in a fight? Didn't you? Have that? Yeah, Did yeah. You yeah. Did you get any responses? Did you get, oh, yeah. Oh, 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 one of the brothers that we know who you mm-hmm. know also. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say his name. That's but fine. He, I'll take off the show, but he, he's like, yeah, I, I think it was Halloween 2018. I'm like, no, no, nigga, it was 2017, and you was in, you was just a Pikachu, <laughs> fucking fighting in the club, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> Wait, 2017? Where was I at? Where was I at? I was in North Carolina, dressed as Floyd Mayweather that year. Um, what was the last yeah. time you been in a fight today? Uh, 20, 2010. 2010 i was graduating from high school okay yeah with my hoodlum brothers like in the club home home for home for break Yikes. in the club you know Yikes. some dudes try to you know i'm not gonna sit there and watch you try to jump my brothers so they, if they're in it i'm in it too there it is um i think mine was 2014 and it was same stupid shit in the club like I was with my my girl at the time, and some dude was acting an ass and put his hands on me, bro. Like on some disrespectful shit. But you know, it's like one of those things where you like, you know how like dudes be trying to show out for like a chick kind of thing. Yeah, it was definitely elicited because of that. Like, cause we was just minding our own business, and he was like stumbling, like falling all over the place, and I just like kind of like just pushed him back, like bro, like move around, like I'm just here with my lady, like move around and he's just like oh what huh what you what you gonna do what you gonna do and tried to mush me oh you had to put them paws on sleep (laughs) sleep bro it's like because you know because you know i'll be running my mouth i'll talk a lot yeah i ain't had no words b i ain't had no words i ain't need no words it's like all right night night nigga i'll see you later yeah i'm not proud proud, but it wasn't sweet over here bro i'm gonna fight in 2016 at the gym Ooh. Oh, playing basketball, y'all. Oh, this this dude, uh, and this time, like, like this is what usually I don't let words bother me. But I'm right. like, damn, I'm 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 working this dude on the court, and then he gets mad and like starts doing dumb shit, like 
calling dumbass fouls, like okay, whatever. And like he started calling me all types of. He things. was calling you out your name, bro. I'm like, I'm like, fam. I'm like, yo. He was calling you out your name like yeah, that. Yeah, I was, like, I was like, fam, you don't know me. And I was like, it was sweet, bro. <laughs> it, it was, was bubble. Time. It was bubble gum and skittles, bro. It was sweet. It was one of the times where niggas had to hold me back. Like, I right, nah, I need him right now. I need him. <laughs> I was like, uh, let, me, let me the fuck go. I'm here yeah. for the smoke, please. Uh, one one other of smoke, please. Let's. I'm here for it. Thank you. Oh yeah. Usually I don't get mad either. But I was about to say, because to, to see you in a moment where you ready to like send some stuff up like that, like that would have to be like a real incident. Yeah, not my proudest moment, but fuck it, whatever. I mean, life happens, Brad. Does it make us toxic toxic males? No. What, what Matt Barton say again? Uh, violence is never the answer, but sometimes it is. Hey. I feel that in my spirit. Sometimes I feel it that is. in my spirit. I just feel like more and more though nowadays, like everybody be taking a lot of these th- the stuff that I like that I don't necessarily feel like is toxic masculinity and making it like a really negative thing. Like, like I don't think you should be out here fighting, but I'm not saying that fights will never happen. You know, like yeah, because sometimes like you just gotta knock a motherfucker out. Like growing up. Growing up, like my my dad taught us, like don't get in fights at school, like don't be fighting at school. But if you need to fight somebody, they can come over to the crib, y'all duke it out in the backyard, and then I'll give them a ride home. No, no harm, no foul. Like, just don't be fucking up your education. But if y'all was about to throw them hands anyway, do it safely. Look at that, we just came full circle, my nigga. We just came full circle. If you're gonna do it, just do it in a safe environment. Like you hear the parameters, you regulate it, and everybody can go home safely. Uh, there it is. There it is. Full circle. Don't be out here, you know, fighting for stupid reasons. But shit, I'm definitely gonna protect me and mine's. Don't. Most of my fights is all because of somebody trying to hurt someone I care about. So, man. I'm gonna yeah, meditate so, after this. I think what you had you had the t- tire thumper and I had a the fork. fork. Bro, I would, <laughs> would mollywop you in the gladiator. Chair. All right. God think- forbid I actually have like armor or something too, bro. Like come so. on, G. If I had armor or some yeah, shit, bro, I mean, you'd have yeah. no chance. I was thinking just you know, just you and me, just regular clothes on. And some it. sweatpants and sneakers. Yep. yep, you have your tire thumper and I have my fork. Bro, I'm a gladiator, bro. Like I'm gonna have I'm gonna have some light armor on and you're getting molly whopped. All right. When when I put like I put that fork through your jugular. You're getting thumped. No, no pun intended. You're getting thumped, bro. Uh, All right. Good stuff. You, you ready to uh do our AVMs? Let us do it uh i think you're gonna go first this week yep yep all right so my audio my visual and my mental so for this week my audio is um a ep that came out um i want to say was it this week or last week actually might have came out earlier than that i found it i found it this week uh mr easy He's a uh, Afrobeats artist um, from Nigeria. Yeah, it came out February 19th. Uh, so about two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago. No, two weeks ago. Yeah. February only has 28 days, less than two weeks ago. So anyways, he put out an EP, it's called Something Else. Uh, it has only five tracks, uh, but it's really good. I fuck with Mr. Easy. Um, if you don't know, he, he's like, I think his most popular song is called, uh, it's called Water. 
If you don't know what that song is, go and look it up. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Interesting. But um, Mr. Easy, again, uh, I don't, I don't really talk about. Uh, I haven't really talked about much Afrobeats as far as my AVM is concerned. But I really fuck with Afrobeats, um, and just a lot of like, uh, of course, like a lot of Nigerian artists. Um, so that is my audio, uh, Mr. Easy. Something else, EP. So this is interesting because he was born in Nigeria, but his music career and his education is in Ghana. I mean, it makes sense. It's like, so he's got like the Ghanaian, yeah. Nigerian sort of blend. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the two countries border each other. And even though my dad swears that everyone after his generation that are Nigerian or Ghanaian should hate each other. Because like my... Uh, my yeah, I was going to say it's a rivalry, yeah. Yeah, my LB is Ghanaian. And my dad's like, are you guys friends? I'm like, what? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not your generation. Facts. Keep that, keep that over there. Let's be honest. Yeah, in America, we all the same too. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so that's my audio. Uh, my visual is a movie uh, that Kelly made me watch. Oh, it's a rom com. No, fuck no. She don't watch that shit. She watches, <laughs> she watches horror movies. Uh, Mr. But, Tusk. Nah, it is it's this movie called Carriers, and, and it's it's a movie that was came out in two thousand nine, but because of COVID, it's like getting like a lot more replay. Um, so oh, it's like so I think it's like disease. yeah, I think like top five. It was top five last week in um on Amazon Prime. So I'm gonna read like a little bit of the of the plot. So it says uh, an infectious virus has spread worldwide, killing most of the population. Two brothers, Brian and Danny, along with Brian's girlfriend, Bobby, and Danny's friend, Kate, so two men and two women, head to Turtle Beach in the southwest United States, a secluded beach motel where they believe they can wait for the viral pandemic to die out and eventually start a new life. Uh, To help them survive, they follow a set of rules created by Brian. So basically, like, uh, they they pick up people along the way, some people die, whatever, and if you get infected, then they leave you, and... Mm -hmm. They drive down across the country and shit goes fucking haywire. Mm. Um, I'm not going to tell you how it ends, but. Is this like some it, apocalyptic type shit? Oh, post-apocalyptic. Yeah, for, for sure. Like, like if there's, what, 300 million people in the United States now, there's probably like a million people left. Yeesh. Across the whole country. Maybe that's how, that's, a, that's how much this virus has ravaged the, the, the world. They out there trying to reproduce. Yeah, I mean, if you watch it, you'll see. I don't want to spoil for anyone, but it is, it is wild. It's a wild right. movie. Sixty-six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got a, uh, it's got Chris Pine, the heartthrob, in there. So okay. Yeah, it's it's a it's a short movie. It's only eighty-five minutes. So. All right. If any uh, if anybody's daughter wants to come over and watch scary movies, let me know. <laughs> oh man! All right. So um, so then my mental is a book that. I don't think I have this book anymore, but it's, it's still on my Goodreads list. It's uh, this is back when I was on my sociology kick. Um, it's a movie, not a book, a movie. It's a book called Gang Leader for a Day: A Rogue Sociologist Takes to the Streets, and it's by Sudar Venkatesh. Sounds right. Uh, and basically, it says when a first year graduate student. Sudar, Sudhair, Sudhair, uh, walked into an abandoned building in one of Chicago's most notorious housing projects. He hoped to find a few people willing to take on take a multiple choice survey on urban poverty. 
and impresses his professors with his boldness. He never imagined that as a result of his assignment, he would befriend a gang leader named JT and spend the better part of a decade embedded inside the projects under JT's protection. From a privileged position of unprecedented access, Vin, Vin Katish observed JT and the rest of his gang as he operated their crack selling business, mm-hmm. made peace with their neighbors and evaded the law and rose or fell up the ranks of the gang's complex hierarchical structure. So basically he's basically like a tell-all book from the inside of this gang in Chicago. Yeah. And he's like, it's crazy because he's like an Indian guy. Um, Damn. What is he Indian? Let me not say that. He he could be like Pakistani. The name, the name seems like it would be of Indian origin. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's it's a really interesting book just because you're like, all right, so is this the part where the, his professor is going to finish the book because he's been found murdered? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's... It's a it's a really good book. I liked it a lot. Um, it's Is he Ken- like an Indian guy that kind of can pass for being black? No, not at all. He's an Indian guy, <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah, but it's called Gang Leader for a Day. A rogue sociologist takes to the streets. And that's Sweet. what I meant. Uh, you know what question I'm about to ask you right now? Oh shit! Oh, no, I just closed the tab. Oh, Hold on, give me one second. Oh, it, it, it's, 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 not, it's not long though. Hold on, it is. 300 uh, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. it is 326 pages 320 pages that's not long to you boy it's, it's, it's that's, 10, that's 10 pages a day for a month it's medium length king leader for a day we still gotta read parable of the sower Yep, I started. I started it the other day. I'm on page. What you mean you started? You didn't even tell me you started it, bro. I gotta pick it up from the bookstore. Oh, let me know. I mean, I haven't picked. I sorry. I just wanted to like you know. You ain't real. Wet my palate real, real quick to see. Real. I'm on. Eight. I'm on page eight. You ain't fucking with the kid, bro. You ain't fucking with the yeah. kid, bro. So those are my AVMs recommendations. Cool. Thanks for those recommendaciones. Well done as always. For my audio, visual, and mental, uh, just some quick stuff to throw out there. Uh, one of my good friends, um, she signed a record deal recently. Um, and I know, I know. She's, she's, she's probably one of the most intelligent people I've ever met. Uh, and so she, her first single um, came out. It's called Pars Pro Toto. And her artist name is Inky, I-N-K-I. I'm not even going to try to pronounce her Icelandic name, but um, I just don't want to do it a disservice. But it's it's a really good song. I, I feel bad because I'm not like well versed in music theory and like, you know, all those things that like you can break down music in a classical sense. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm not it's even... just it's just good. You know what I'm saying? And it, yeah. and it elicits emotions in the way that I think only music can. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and you can tell that it's done by a musician. It's not just like somebody just diddling around making songs. Like it's a it's a musician's type piece. You know what I'm saying? Am I making any sense right now? Yeah, somebody who like probably like like on um no what's that movie Jumpline? Like, can you even read music? And he's like, this nigga just no. compared it to Drumline. No. What I mean is like, like she studies music and like the craft of music, and yeah, so like, so she like yeah, she respects yeah. it from that sense. Versus somebody, versus like somebody who just hears it and is like, whatever, I, I I'm feeling this beat. 
like boom 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 yeah, boom yeah. no no it's like there's musicality and like all those other things to it and i just i think it's fantastic i, I it's so good um and the fact that i know this person personally and just like all the hard work that they do like it's fantastic and i would i'm honored to recommend it uh for my visual uh i'm gonna go ahead and say bridgerton we haven't talked bridgerton i've seen uh, it on my i've been meaning to watch it it's on my like eight time longer than netflix it's like right there yeah, I didn't think I would like it, but you know, Amazon had gave me a ninety-seven percent recommend, and dude, honestly, I thought it was really good. Um, it's one of the Chandra Rhimes shows. Yeah, which I don't typically watch any of them. But you said I'm tripping. Yeah, How to Get Away with Murder, man. I'm good on that. I'm, uh, I mean, maybe I should go back and give him a chance, like because Bridgerton was hitting. Uh, didn't yeah. she do? Uh, uh, Anatomy. No, I don't watch Crazy Night. I, I watched like the first like six seasons. There's too many freaking seasons. Just get over it. Uh, I fell off. Pirate Practice? No. No. Come on. Scandal. Uh, did she do Scandal? Yeah, she did Scandal too. Scandal is the one with uh, the mouth actor, actress. Who's the girl that be acting with her mouth? Carrie Washington? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, no, don't call her the mouth actress. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I mean, I knew because I know who the star of Scandal is. <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying, dog. She'd be acting with her mouth, bro. Yeah, I can see You know that. what I'm saying. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. Anybody who knows Carrie Washington knows she acts with her mouth. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got tired of Scandal just because she kept crying the whole time. And it's just I mean, like, shut there's, up. There's some good monologues in there, though. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm just tired good. of it. I, I'm going to send you the one when... Uh, you don't have to send me. No, one. I'm going to send you the one where Carrie Washington's dad... Is talking to her about like being twice as good. It's it's really good. About I think it. I've seen that one where it's like you have to be twice. As, and then because he was, was like coming at her because she was all in love with the president and he was never gonna love her crusty ass. Yeah, she's like her. Uh, he was the side piece. She was the side yeah. piece to the president. Yeah. Uh, keep all that, man. Carrie Washington. Uh, Carrie Washington is a talent. She's fantastic. It's just. I thought he was about to hate on her. No, I I like Carrie Washington. It's just she acts with her mouth. That's all. Okay. I mean, there's no one else doing it, so she's unique, and that's special. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's my video, which has nothing to do with Kerry Washington, but it does have to do with Chandra Rhymes. For my mental, uh, it's a book that I thought I'd recommended before, but I realized I hadn't, so I went back through my Goodreads. Who Moved My Cheese? Have we talked about this book before? Uh, not on the show. I yeah, think maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. But it's like one of those books that's, you know, just it's super short. I think the content itself is probably like a hundred pages. You can read it in an hour. Uh, but it's just like okay, a little pair. Huh? So, okay, speed reader. No, nah, not even. Don't even do that. Because like, there's pictures in it and oh, shit, bro. Okay. Like, oh, okay. it's all of that. It's all of that. Like, it's my kind of book. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it's one of those ones that's like, it's like a parable that's like just a reminder on how to navigate change and 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 mindset right um i'm i'm becoming an adult finally uh and it's just one of those good things to like remind myself like to to you know be grateful and have gratitude for where i'm at in my life right now but also stay on the lookout for you know um where my next cheese is and you know you don't want to show up one day and be looking around and there's nothing there for you and you're talking about who moved my cheese like be on the lookout for new cheese, but also be grateful for the cheese that you have today. So uh, great book. It's by Spencer Johnson, MD. 
Uh, it's a little parable, something I think it's good for everybody to read. It's it's really Who good. Who moved so, my cheese? Who moved my cheese? Yes, sir. Good, so good, good job. Yeah, thanks, bud. Those are my AVMs. So you can bring us on home now. All right. So we left you with some things to check out until next week. Uh, I may be biased, but I think that we always provide you with really good, like, recommendations. Some Whether the best. You know, some yeah, the best I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just saying, I'm trying to be modest, but you know. Um, uh, whether it be, you know, TV shows or books or podcasts, other podcasts to check out, besides this one, of course, because you're listening now. Um, now that we left you with our, you know, AVNs from this week, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up. So, as always, you know, we're going to thank you for listening. You don't have to, but you do. And for that, we appreciate you. Um, if you want to stay connected with John and I outside of the show, you can always reach us by email. And our email is summer16podcast at gmail.com. That's summer16podcast at gmail.com. Our show's Instagram and our show's Twitter is the same handle. It's summer16pod or summer16pod. And then you can also reach us on our Facebook page and just go into the search bar and type in summer16podcast. And we'll put all the links in the, in the description. Lastly, and most importantly, if you want to help us grow the show, uh, you know, we want to, we're trying to do some big things coming forward. Maybe you want to see John's, John and I handsome face on a week-to-week basis. They can see my new glasses. Uh-huh. Uh, we're, trying to, we're trying to do some, some big things on the show. Let's go. Show. Uh, you know, we're coming up on a year. Uh, actually, in exactly one month, we'll be one year strong with the summer wow. system. Wow. Wow. Uh, so if you want to help us grow the show, you can always, always put something towards our cash app. No amount is too little. No amount is too great. Thanks. That's dollar signs, summer 16 pod. Anything helps. So until next time, whole lot of gang shit. We appreciate y'all, man. Stay safe out here in these streets. We're still dealing with the COVID. Yep. Sure. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace. Ha, 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 ha.